0: Welcome back to the Uncage the Lion podcast. I'm your host Will Layton, and today is uh, going to be a good one. We're going to talk about the four main roles of manhood um, and what those are, as as I define them. I think you'll find it interesting. But first, let's uh, talk real quick about how you can connect and support this movement. Um, if you are an iTunes. Or Spotify listener or podcast listener, then uh, I appreciate you. Show your appreciation for the show by rating and reviewing, if possible. I don't know if you can do it on Spotify, but I know at least on iTunes you can, so please do that if you're listening there. Um, also, follow on Gab and Instagram. Over on Instagram, you can follow at Uncaged the Lion. That's the main page for this movement and podcast. Uh, but also, Please follow along um, at the Will Layton to get some unfiltered views straight from me about politics, religion, faith, family, freedom, finances. Those are the things I talk about. So, love to see you over there. I'm also on Gab uh, at Will Layton, and I'd love for you to follow me over there on the free speech platform. Because us conservative and Christians, you know, if you've listened to the podcast at all already, or if you know what's going on in the news, it's not looking good for us getting censored left and right. So without further ado, let's jump in today and talk about what I want to talk about. And that is the four distinct roles of manhood as I see them as, you know, and I think it really covers quite a bit. And those four roles are... The king slash steward, either word works, it it works the same. I've talked about that in a previous podcast, so I'm not going to dive in too deep to that today. I'll just cover it briefly. But then there is the builder or provider role. Um, So that one is an interesting one. I haven't talked about it too much yet, but we're going to dive into that one. After that, you have the guardian slash warrior, whatever word you choose to describe and then finally, you have the teacher or the poet. Um, some of these roles you might be familiar with, some of them a little bit new to you. And so I just want to dive in today and talk about this because I think to be a well-rounded man and to be a capable man, uh, a dangerous man, but a good man, you need to have uh, really developed in these four areas, these four roles. If you are shirking your responsibility in any one of these roles, then you know where you have to work on. I don't need to tell you, you'll know that for yourself. So let's dive in. So the king slash steward, this is the role of manhood, the responsibility that men have to be the leader, um, to really preside over that which God has given them. Uh, This is their family, their relationships. Their marriage, um, you know, and, and I talked about this in the King podcast. Go back and check that one out. Uh, A King's Heart. I really dive into the King role. So I, like I said, I don't want to rehash it too much right here today. But basically, this is that God created men to be um, leaders. He created us to be leaders, and you shouldn't be ashamed of that. You shouldn't shirk that responsibility. And if you find yourself kind of trying to skirt around that responsibility then i would implore you to please go and and try to work on that all right and that's what this podcast is about we want to build men into kings into lions uncage the lion so that's what we're going to do here and the steward role is just to be a steward a good manager over that which like i said god has given you that which has been placed in your life that which you care about so a good steward over yourself your own health and your your uh, well-being Of course, a good steward, like I said, over your family, making sure that they're taken care of and being led, that they have a, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, a culture, an ethos, a mission to go after. You set the tone for the family. All right. And then also a good steward over your finances. You know, a man has to be able to control his finances to be able to lead the way financially. And so, it's about being a good manager, a good leader of your family, and a good leader of men and friends, and that which you have been called to do. Okay, so now, let's talk about the second one, which is to be a builder or a provider. All right? So, like I said, these are the four distinct main roles of manhood. This one's a big one. Men are meant to be builders. You know, when God created Adam, he... Not only did he tell him to subdue the earth and, and to name every creature, he gave him authority like we talked about kingship over that which was created. but also he he said to him that he wanted to work the land, to bring good fruit from the land and to provide. all right and so this is the essence of what it means to be a builder. You see this with men that really like to work in trades and uh, I did some timber framing I really like timber framing. But this is just basically: don't be lazy. Build something up worth building up, because if you are, you know, shirking this responsibility, you're obviously one failing to bring an income for your family, so that's not good. Um, But two, you're you're not giving something to the world. You're not uh, using your masculinity in a good way to bring about something good, building houses or or this or that or whatever it may be it, this is you know it can be expressed in so many different ways but basically a man needs to be a builder all right uh and think of this as you know a farmer is a builder as well somebody who farms you know they bring good fruit out of the soil they tend the ground they uh, are providing by building this relationship with the land they're being able to provide for their family but also for their community okay so very important one you must be a builder and a provider all right and the next one is and I might hash back and, and go back over these um, but the next one is you need to be a guardian or a warrior all right so these I like I said I, I'm using two words for each because um, I could use just one word, but I, I want to use these two different words just to give a really well-rounded look at it. And you pick whichever word resonates with you the best. I, If I really had to sum it down, I would probably say king, builder, guardian, and then last but not least, poet. All right, because I like the idea of a guardian and the warrior is the same thing. It's it's really the same thing. But this role of being a guardian is you are to first and foremost protect that which is in your, you know, authority that which is in, in your life, protect the good things in your life, protect your family from harm and danger, protect your wealth from being squandered, protect freedom and virtue and liberty. These are really, really important things to protect. And if men don't protect these things, what happens? Well, society collapses, your family falls into ruin, relationships are burnt protect the innocent. I talk about this a lot. I'm very pro-life. You probably know that about me if you've listened or consumed any of the content. And I think men really, and I'm going to do a podcast episode specifically about this, but I think men need to protect the lives of the innocent, hands down, for sure. And so these are all ways that you can be a guardian, a protector, really practical. If you don't know self-defense, if you are um, weak and you can't defend your wife, what are you going to do if someone comes up and attacks your wife? Some dude, they want to, they have bad intentions or or your kids. What are you going to do? Think about that. And if you don't know the answer to it, or if you don't have the ability to defend them, work on that area because it's huge. If you can't do these, you can't say that you're a well-rounded man, Uh, and and you're also going to naturally have lower confidence, which is going to lead to insecurity issues and all kinds of other trouble. So go to a jujitsu class, learn some MMA, learn some martial arts, and also really important, use the Second Amendment. You have the right to bear arms, or at least you do for a little while until that gets taken away. But if you have anything to do with it, use it, utilize it, become proficient and trained with a weapon so that you can defend your family if need be. Lord forbid it happens, but it might happen. And if it does, you want to be ready. Okay. So that is, uh, this one's near and dear to me because I was... uh, my dad kind of, for me growing up, my dad was always the warrior. He was the, he was a martial arts instructor and for he was for a long time. And I'd always listen to his stories about different fights that he got in and different things. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And so you want to be that type of father for your kid, that your kid can look up to you and feel protected and safe around you no matter what, no matter what. Because you're the superhero in their world. And when they grow older, they'll realize that maybe – You couldn't defend them from literally everything, but the idea is to be robust enough, manly enough, strong enough, capable enough to defend them from most, if not all, things that seek to hurt them. And this isn't only physical, and I've said this before, but there's a spiritual aspect to this. You need to defend them from lies, from the culture. That's what this movement's all about. Defend them from things that would seek to corrupt their value system that would lead them astray from God and from truth and virtue and righteousness. You know, you have to be thinking about this because as I've said before, I think I said in a previous podcast episode, most of the battle that's going to be coming on the horizon is going to be a spiritual war in the guise of political and cultural, you know, it's, take, it's going to take that avenue of politics and culture, but it's trying to get to the hearts and minds of you and your family and your young ones. Get your kids out of public school. There's nothing there for them right now. I, I, I don't think so. If you're a conservative or you're a Christian, you're trying to be a good father, a good steward, and you want to guard the hearts and minds of your kids, get them out of public school. Homeschool them. Do whatever you got to do. Homeschool them. Get them in a private school, a Christian school, whatever. Put them somewhere where they're not going to be taught day after day the exact opposite thing that the Bible says or that you believe. You know, they're stripping conservative, common sense notions from children today, stripping it, and getting rid of it. So fight back against it. And the best way to do that is to take your kids out of public schools, because this is the next generation, you got to show that you care for them, not just physically by protecting them, but mentally and spiritually, by making sure that they don't get seeped and soaked in the lies of the culture. All right. That's a big one, man. There's a lot of work that can be done on that front. I think for a lot of people out there, because it's so easy to fall into routine complacency. And if you're busy, you go to work, you're a working guy, or if your wife works and she's not a stay-at-home mom to take care of the kids, that's a really hard one to do. And I realize that. So do what you got to do, but seriously ask yourself if you're taking care of your responsibility in that area, because you got to answer to the Lord someday for how you raised your children. And the time and the effort that you put in or didn't put in to teaching them, raising them in the admonition, the discipline of the Lord. I think that's in Proverbs where it says that. But those, those are really big ones. So next up is, and this kind of flows right into that one. Next up, so you guard the hearts and minds of your children. But as I just said, teaching them is really important. So, this is where the teacher/slash poet role comes into place. In multiple places, it's very clear, the Bible is very clear that it expects the father's responsibility for the teaching, the instruction, the discipline of the children doesn't fall upon the mom. Now, she can do a lot, and she, you know, I think she should. And that's, I think probably moms do a little too much in raising their children while dad's out trying to bring home the bacon. Kids need their fathers. And this is where you need to take an active role to really seek to raise them in the discipline and admonition of the Lord, as I said. So that's what this is about being the teacher slash the poet. A man needs to pass on his wisdom. When you think of a poet, you think of somebody that is creative thoughtful you know this could also be the philosopher as well I just went with poet but this could be the philosopher it's the same it's the same person so you think of King David you think of how he was the he was the kind of the quintessential warrior poet right I know there's a, a warrior poet society out there they're doing really great work um, I'm familiar with them to a degree I haven't consumed a lot of uh, his content, but I like what he does from what I've seen. And that's kind of where this is, This these two roles, he really hits on these two roles, the warrior being able to protect, defend, and then the poet being able to uh, be that philosopher, that teacher, that person that is, it's the same dichotomy of the tender, aggressive man that I talk about. Um, but in being the poet, you want to pass something on or another, uh, even another word is the sage All right, whichever word works for you, I'm just going to go with poet here. But the sage, the wise man that you have spent time to learn things of worth and matter and pass them on to the next generation to do a work that will outlive you. All right. That's what's really important about the poet, the philosopher, the sage, the teacher, whatever it is. And so this is with your wife. Ephesians, I think it's Ephesians 5. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Ephesians 5, 22, 33. Somewhere in that passage says that you are to, husbands, you are to wash your wife in the water by the word. All right. So you're to instruct and teach your wives spiritual wisdom. And God will hold you accountable to that. And also, you know, like I just quoted that raise your kids in the admonition of the Lord. So, with your wives you are to do this, with your children you are to do this. I believe with your friends and your community you are to do this, to be that poet, that philosopher. And this even goes out to getting involved in government, community, local level government, writing books, doing things intellectually of worth and value that will outlive you. Whatever that looks like for you, it's not going to be the same for everyone. Not everyone's going to be a C.S. Lewis. They're just not. Not everyone's going to be a J.R.R. Tolkien. They're just not. But there's ways you can do this. And the best way to start is to start with your sphere of influence. And that's with your wife and your kids. So I hope you see the value in that. And this is going to be a short episode today. But I just really wanted to hit home on these four distinct characteristics, these roles of masculinity, of manhood. And if you want to be a well-rounded man, you need to be shouldering that burden and really taking care of your roles where you're called to in those four areas. Be the king. Be the builder. All right. Be the guardian. And be the poet. Okay, that's it for today. Short, sweet, to the point. And... I think there's enough information there for you guys to be thinking about and really analyzing in your own lives where you're doing well, where you're falling short. Let me know what you thought. Comment below on YouTube or Rumble, wherever you are. I've started to record these on on video. so If you're a podcast listener, um, there is a video version now available of all the episodes. I'm going to do my best to make sure of that. So Over on YouTube, on Cage the Lion. Leave a comment, like, um, subscribe. That'd be huge, huge help. And Rumble, a free speech alternative to YouTube. Go check me out over there. All of the videos will be available on Rumble as well. Pretty excited about that platform. All right. On podcast listeners, like I said, at the start of the show, if you're listening, please uh, leave a rating and review if you're able to on the platform that you're listening to, especially on iTunes. That's going to help immensely. Push this movement and this message out to more men that need to hear it. Right, we're trying to revive, recover that lion-hearted manhood that we should have in society to see a flourishing and good society. It starts with you, men. It starts with you guys. All right. And uh, what else? Let's see. You can connect on MeWe over there. Uncage the lion. Um, you can connect really important on Gab, really excited about Gab. Like I said, please go and follow along over there, Uncaged the Lion on Gab. But also I have, like I said, in the beginning of the show, started a personal page on Gab, Will Layton, at Will Layton. Please connect over there. And on Instagram, you can find me at Uncaged the Lion on Instagram, specifically about this podcast, specifically about masculinity. But if you want to hear my views unfiltered straight from me to you on faith family freedom and finances you can find me at the will Layton on Instagram as well I'll probably start up a YouTube channel just for those topics because I have a lot to say about different things I'm very passionate about different subjects I have a, a big passion for personal finance investing just you know common sense stuff. Getting control over your wealth and building wealth and and being smart about it for men. That's really something we need to know about Um, and be able to do, like I mentioned, being a good steward over your finances. And I'm very passionate about economics and uh, conservative policy. And uh, I'm a constitutional conservative, very unashamed about that. And uh, Christianity, of course, as well. Obviously, it's permeated all through this podcast and this movement. But if you really want to hear, my thoughts on current events on policy um, and economics and different things like this from that conservative Christian viewpoint, please follow at the Will Layton on Instagram and follow Will Layton on Gab. And like I said, probably going to have a YouTube channel, maybe even another podcast started up pretty soon. Maybe the Will Layton show or something like that. Talking about these things um, daily or maybe three times a week or something like that. I haven't figured it out yet, but just rolling with the punches here. All right, gentlemen, so glad that you've listened in, and listened to this point. Really, really thankful for all the support you guys have given. And I'll see you next time. Take it easy.